At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. buy a home right now if you are you are well aware of what a crazy time it is to be trying to purchase real estate uh and this is you know one of the rare topics that i feel like i could probably talk a lot about because in a past life before i got into radio uh, i spent probably my first four or five years out of college uh kind of on the fringes of real estate i spent a few years doing mortgages uh and title i used to tell people that i am a recovering escrow officer and if you're not familiar with real estate purchases, the escrow officer uh, works for the title company. They essentially uh, execute the closing of your real estate purchase. Uh, so, you know, I would sit down and explain the mortgage and the deed and all the different disclosures that the lenders require you to sign. Uh, and in many states, you have to be a real estate attorney in order to perform uh, or to execute rather a closing. So, uh, you know, it was it was a good job. I, I didn't really feel passionate about it. Uh, but you know, I, I did like the uh, the 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 adrenaline junkie aspect of it. There were many days where uh, we would have a closing, and the the purchaser would be in the office ready to close, and we don't have the package from the lender. I don't have documents for them to sign. I don't have money to go to the seller. I don't have money to go to the builder. Uh, in many cases, I, I did a lot of uh, builder. Uh, home purchases, new home purchases, condo conversions, that sort of thing. Back in 2005, uh, 2004 and 2005, the real estate market in Central Florida was, you know, almost as hot as it is right now. But uh, back then, the lending requirements were far less stringent than they are today. Uh, of course, many will tell you uh, those mortgages that were given out with uh, little or no documentation had a direct impact on the recession that we saw in 2007. A lot of people were buying homes they couldn't afford. Uh, I was in the I was a, a mortgage broker, not a mortgage broker, but I worked for a mortgage broker. I was a loan officer. And uh, I mean, it was just insane, the the loans that were out there available to people, 95% loan to value on an investment property. You could state your income, you could state your assets. Uh, I mean, you know, I used to joke, all you really needed was a, a paycheck stub and a pulse and you could get a mortgage. Um, and, and back to my job uh, as an escrow officer, you know, I also would cut all of the checks to all of the, the different people involved in the real estate purchase. So I would cut the commission check to the realtors. I would, you know, send out the taxes to whatever county where the closing was. Uh, I mean, I literally handled millions of dollars for real estate purchases. And uh, it was a fun job. I wasn't passionate about it. And when I got an opportunity to go back to school, to broadcasting school, and to get my foot in the door into radio, I said goodbye to that career and have never looked back. 
Uh, there are times when I talk to folks who are still in that business. I do miss talking loan scenarios and that sort of thing. It was a fun gig. I won't lie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't love it as much as I do it as much as I do, uh, being a reporter and hosting this podcast, but it was a fun gig. It was an exciting gig. Uh, so like I said, I feel like I know more than the average bear when it comes to real estate uh, purchases and, and all the things that are involved in a transaction. As far as the market itself, I talk to the Orlando Regional Realtor Association every month when they send out their uh, report, uh, basically, you know, detailing all of the sales and giving the data and statistics from each month to month. Um, and what we have seen since the pandemic has been a surge of people buying homes. So I bought my home after getting divorced in November of 2019. And I can remember at the onset of the pandemic, just thinking to myself, oh my gosh, our economy here in Central Florida is just going to, you know, the bottom's going to fall out because people aren't coming here. It's going to impact real estate. And I can remember thinking to myself, as grateful as I was to be out of that two-bedroom apartment where I had my kids in and to be in a home with three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a yard, a deck, and plenty of space, I can remember thinking to myself, man, did I screw up? Did I buy at the wrong time? Uh, you know, because am I just going to lose money on this? Am I ever going to get be able to get my money out? Well, here we are a year later, and I could not have been more wrong. Uh, as we saw other states with their restrictions and shutdowns and, and that sort of thing, we had just a massive influx of people coming to Florida. And for those of us who own real estate in Central Florida, uh, it's a good time to own because values are growing exponentially. And uh, as much as I thought that I had made a mistake buying a house at the end of 2019, here we are in the second quarter of 2021, and I'm so grateful that I bought when I did. Like I said, for one thing, I had space during the pandemic with my kids, but most importantly, uh, I've got equity in my home that I may not have had if uh, I had bought last year or this year. But that's that's Orlando. That's Central Florida. And to say that Central Florida is a seller's market right now would be a gross understatement. Uh, they say in a balanced market, you have six months of inventory of homes available for sale. And by a balanced market, I mean it doesn't favor sellers, it doesn't favor buyers. So you've got basically six months worth of homes available for sale. Now, as of the April report from the Orlando Regional Realtor Association, we have three weeks of inventory available for sale, which means Orlando is a seller's market, not a buyer's market. And if you're, like I said, if you're in the market to buy homes right now, you you know how crazy it is. I mean, homes are getting listed and within 24 hours, they've got multiple offers, many of them above asking price. And it's a frenzy. And it's, you know, I can remember thinking back to 2005, uh, I can remember thinking to myself, saying to myself, man, if I don't buy now, I'm never going to be able to afford to own a home. You know, and I was fairly recently out of college, you know, young kid trying to establish my career, trying to scrape together a living. And I can remember thinking to myself, I will, I'll never be able to buy a home. I, the, if I don't buy this, you know, $60,000 one bedroom condo, uh, I'll never be able to afford anything. Of course, I eventually bought my first home at the end of 2011. And uh, 
did pretty well. Bought at the rock bottom of the recession and uh, just about doubled my money on that real estate purchase, uh, you know, seven, six, seven years later. So I did pretty well on that purchase, which is why I was so worried uh, about buying at the end of 2019, thinking that I had overpaid. Uh, but I mean, when you see the way things are moving now, I mean, it feels a lot like 2005 with the exception of the lending restrictions. We're not giving everybody money, people that can't afford homes. We're not just giving people money to buy homes that, that, that can't make the mortgage payment. So I don't think we're going to uh, have the, the same sort of scenario that we did in 2007 and 2008 and 2009. But uh, but that's Orlando. I, I want to talk to somebody who can tell me about the trends all over the country. Uh, are we seeing similar sellers markets in other parts of the country as we are here in Florida? I mean, it stands to reason with all the people leaving New York, that can't be the same. So I reached out to Zillow and I spoke to Amanda Pendleton. She's a home trends expert with Zillow. And I just asked her, like, how does the rest of the country's real estate market compare to here where we are in Florida? Yeah, well, we're seeing a crazy market nationwide, and it's being driven by unrelenting demand. And that's coming from both demographic and pandemic-led trends. Millennials are the largest generational group in the country, and they're aging into their home buying years. They're hitting their mid-30s. They want to settle down. They want to buy a home. And then the pandemic has prompted what we call the great reshuffling. I think so many of us have spent so much time in our homes this past year. We've started to look around our homes and ask ourselves if they're really meeting all of our new needs in this new normal. And then you've got remote work layered in, and that's opening up housing options all over the country. So combined, you've just got a huge group of people who are rethinking where and how they want to live, and real estate technology is enabling them to do that. But if you're somebody who's kind of on the sidelines right now, not ready to buy a house, but you hope to be soon, uh, this feels like a really scary time for someone like that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it is a scary time because... If you're able to buy right now, you're going to have more buying power. And that's because we've got these historically low mortgage interest rates, and we are expecting to see these rates start to notch up as the year goes on. On top of that, Zillow is forecasting that home values in Orlando will grow 7.8% over the next year. So, yeah, there is a real risk that you could be priced out of the market if you are waiting. And what is your advice to somebody in that situation? You know, we would say if you're able to, don't delay. Of course, buying a home is a personal decision, and the best time to buy is when it's going to be the best time for you and your family. But if you know that you want to buy a home and you know you want to jump in, you are going to have more buying power if you're able to purchase now as opposed to waiting to the fall or even to early next year. Like I said, here in Orlando, it's almost like a, it's almost, you know, a uh, uh, hyper kind of everything that we're seeing nationwide is even uh, just exasperated here because of all the factors that you mentioned. But on top of that, we've got people, you know, to the tune of a thousand people uh, a week moving to Florida. Yeah, we know in Orlando, homes are flying off the market in 13 days, which is 15 days faster than a year ago. Uh, and that's got home values climbing 7.9% over the past year. Uh, so yeah, Orlando is certainly a hot market right now. And that's because of trends that we were seeing prior to the pandemic as well. You know, we were seeing people moving to relatively affordable metros and also moving to warmer weather. And Orlando certainly has both of that, those things when compared to the really expensive coastal metro areas. Uh, do me a favor, read the tea leaves uh, if you can. What do you expect for the rest of 2021? 
Boy, I wish I had a crystal ball. That would be really helpful, right? Uh, what we are forecasting is that home values in the Orlando metro are going to grow a 7.8% over the next year. So we're expected to continue to see home value growth. Uh, what we do expect as the year goes on is that more inventory will come online. We know that the number one reason why a lot of homeowners are sitting on the sidelines and not selling their home is because of uncertainty. And that's financial uncertainty and life uncertainty. We also know that 70% of those homeowners say that they'd be more likely to sell their home and move with widespread vaccine distribution. So we expect as we see more vaccine distribution, uh, more inventory is going to come online. That's certainly welcome news for buyers. It's going to give them more options and it could moderate some of this price growth. Now, now for me, I I bought a house uh, at the end of 2019. I got divorced and I'm just kind of putting all the pieces back together. I bought a house at the end of 2019. Uh, and as much as I would love to cash in on the equity that I have been magically given over the last 18 months, uh, I would have to replace my home. Uh, so, you know, I'd, I'd end up I'd end up selling my house for more than I believe it's worth only to to buy a house and pay more than I think it's worth. So, you know, what's what are you telling the folks that are on the sidelines uh, thinking about selling? You're absolutely right. The number one stressor for sellers right now is that they're not going to be able to time the sale of their current home with the purchase of a new home. And yeah, there's that added pressure of are they going to be able to find a new home uh, if they do sell their home? So, you know, that is a concern for sellers. There's options now like Zillow offers that allows you to avoid the open houses, the showings, uh, the repairs, and you get to set your closing date, which allows you to better time both of those transactions. And in Orlando, Zillow's making initial cash offers for the estimate. So you know you're going to get a fair market value offer. So that's one option to consider. Uh, the other option, of course, is refinancing if you haven't already. That's one way to just get more money, more cash into your pockets. Rates have never been lower. So maybe you're on the sidelines. Uh, maybe you need a home and you want to buy one. I think it might be a good idea to just kind of sit tight and see what the market does. If you are uh, someone who owns your home and is considering selling it now is probably a really good time to put it on the market for sure. Uh, so I hope you got a lot out of my conversation with Amanda Pendleton from Zillow. Uh, I hope you found it educational and uh, informative. And, you know, maybe if you are in the real estate market, hopefully we gave you uh, some some knowledge that you can use in your pursuit of a home. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on the show. Send me an email, Moody at cmg.com. Uh, give me any of your thoughts, any concerns, criticisms, questions. If you've got a subject matter that you'd like me to explore, feel free to reach out. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, please tell your friends about Not in the Mood with Daryl Moody. You can listen to it here on the WDBO app. You can also listen to it on uh, all of the other platforms, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts. Uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll be able to find us. So I hope you uh, share the show with your friends and uh, let's continue to grow this thing. So thank you for listening and I'll have another show for you next week.